Welcome to the Wild Minute with Troy Playoff Edition. As we have forecasted all weekend long, we are going to be checking in almost every hour to make sure that when the Wild drop the puck on Monday night, you are fully educated, you are fully briefed, and you are fully aware of what is to come when the Wild face the Dallas Stars in pursuit of Lord Stanley's Cup. Going to be a great series. We've talked about it already. The Dallas Stars have beaten the Wild in the only playoff series they have squared off in. So this is the second time the two teams have met in their franchise history, and it should be a good one. I'm I'm going to just be straight with you. There's many national pundits that are saying the Stars in five games. Some are saying the Stars in six. I like the Wild's chances. It'll be a longer, it'll be a longer series. I, I'm pretty confident with that. And we'll make a prediction in one of our podcasts on Monday. Here's where we're at. Let's look at the top six really quick for the Wild. Kaprizov, Hartman, and Zuccarello. This line is clearly the line that uh, the Dallas will try to shut down for obvious reasons. Kaprizov, one of the top 10 players in the NHL. I'd argue top five. Um, Kaprizov has played two games since he missed 13 due to that what we think was a pulled hamstring. He did score his 40th goal in the last game he played in the season, which was game number 81 against Winnipeg on Tuesday night. Kaprizov finished with 40 goals, 35 assists. That's 75 points in 67 games. Had he played the other 15, it would have been really interesting to see if he could have made that 100-point plateau. But coulda, woulda, shoulda, and ifs and nuts, we all know what happens there, so we won't try to extrapolate What he could have done, because the reality is he didn't, he was hurt, and those were his statistics. Um, He had a good playoff series last year against the St. Louis Blues, and that was a a defensive team that really, really focused on him. So it'll be interesting to see how Kaprizov responds um, this year. Hartman has been playing some of his best hockey that he has all season. Let's not forget, three or four months ago, he was a healthy scratch, I believe, two straight games, for sure one game because of some of the stupid penalties he was taking and some of the lack of production we were seeing. He seems to be a little more uh, disciplined. He still will get in the scrums. But during the postseason, there's, you know, there's not a – Hartman doesn't fight a lot anyways, but in the postseason, everything gets magnified, and Hartman has to know that. Um, He had 15 goals, 22 assists, and 37 points, and he played 59 games. You remember, he started the season late. He missed, I think, the first six weeks of the season. And then Zuccarello. He's kind of a, a question point at this mark of the season heading into the playoffs. Zuccarello has been literally missing for the past month. And that he, he started his slump before Kirill got hurt. Um, passing the puck to invisible players at times. We need Zuccarello to get back to the Zuccarello he was earlier this year and last year with Kaprizov, making those passes, setting up those goals. Um, Zuccarello did have 22 goals this year, 45 assists, and that's 67 points uh, in 78 games. Um, but clearly, Zuccarello has to has to uh, turn his game up and find uh, the, the the Zuccarello of old, so to speak, was which was just a few months ago. So that's Kaprizov, Kaprizov Hartman, and Zuccarello. Um, they really need to lead this team again. Um, and then that gets us to that second line, the other top three forwards on the team. In order for the Wild to advance to the second round, in order for the Wild to beat the Dallas Stars, we got to hear a lot from Marcus Johansson, Freddie Goudreau, and Matt Boldy. Now, four weeks ago, who would have expected for me to say that? I mean, Marcus Johansson wasn't on the team. 
Freddie Goudreau, I believe, wasn't on the Boldy line at the time. Actually, he might have been for a while, and then then they brought Eck up, and that's really Goudreau is no longer the preferred center on this line. Um, Eck is. We know where Jules Eriksson Eck is right now. Uh, he's on the shelf, so that means Freddie Goudreau left the third line and came up the center of the Boldy Johansson line. It hasn't looked that bad during that stretch, but we need to see all three operating on all cylinders. Now, what I like about Marcus Johansson is, and I don't think the Wild fully, they'll say they did, but I don't know if they fully expected this type of performance when they traded for him. Quite frankly, I think Johansson would have been a third or fourth liner if Nyquist uh, would have come back a little earlier or if he hadn't clicked so quickly with Boldy. So, um, you know, speaking of Boldy, he's undergone numerous changes all season long, he's had numerous line mates. I'd argue uh, until they got Johansson and we saw how that clicked, it was kind of uh, negligent for the Wild to do what they did and put some of the players they put on Boldy's line and expect Boldy to to respond. Losing Kevin Fiala was huge for Matt Boldy. We knew the Wild had to get rid of Kevin Fiala. I mean, there's no disagreement there. But by replacing him with some of the replacements they did earlier this year, it just wasn't working, and it really it really hurt Boldy's performance. But what we've seen in the last six weeks from Matt, Matt Boldy, mainly the last month, where he scored, he went scoreless with no, or not scoreless, but he had no goals in February. Then he had 13 goals in March, including I think two hat tricks. Um, that wasn't just because Kaprizov was out. Keep in mind, Kaprizov isn't on Boldy's line. Now, I know defenses don't have to worry about the first line when Kirill is hurt and could focus a little more on Boldy, but if that's true, that even credits Boldy, Boldy more for doing the amount of scoring he did in March and part of April. I think it's just an attitude adjustment. I think it's just a mindset where they've constantly told Matt Boldy, look to shoot more than you do to pass. Because we don't need another passer. We need another scorer. And I think that's really uh, that combined with Marcus Johansson's play, his creativity. He's fast. He creates space not only for himself. He creates scoring opportunities for himself, but he also creates space for Boldy. And uh, I, I, I really think that if the Wild are going to advance to the second round, the Goudreau, Johansson, Boldy line are going to have a really good series. And they're setting up for that. It is interesting, I touched on this on a previous pod, but Boldy said a day or two when he was talking to reporters that last year as a rookie, he headed in the playoffs thinking this was, yes, this was the playoffs, but it's still the same game. Uh, He concedes now that the game's totally different. Things get ratcheted up. Players or teams play differently. It's a lot more physical. It's a lot more structured. Um, And every possession, every play, every shot matters. And it'll be interesting to see how that experience has helped Boldy in year two of the playoffs for him. Uh, Johansson in 20 games with the Wild, six goals and 12 assists, 18 points. That's almost a point a game. Again, there's no way Billy G thought he was going to get that type of production from Marcus when he traded him up, traded for him on the on the trade deadline. And then finally, that center of the line that we've talked about, I talked about him on a previous pod, Freddie Goudreau, doing a lot of things, power play, penalty kill, four-on-four, three-on-three, face-off specialist, doing all the things that Eck does, and Goudreau knows these are all things the Wild need now more than ever. Goudreau has 19 goals, 19 assists, 38 points. He's the only forward to play all 82 games for the Wild this year, and he was rewarded just two days ago by signing a five-year, $10.2 million contract. The Wild 
Uh, I think one, that deal in the total value, $10 million for five years, paying him $2 million a year. I mean, they're paying Goose $2 million a year. So look what they're getting for Goudreau. So the Wild win on the value. And I think, to be fair, Freddie wins on the term. I don't think four years from now, Freddie Goudreau is going to be giving the Wild what he's giving them this year or next year. And certainly not in year five of this contract, he will. But again, for $2 million a year, I think that's more than worth it. And it's nice that I, I like the way Billy said it. We like to be fair. We like to reward players. But we also want them to be happy when they're here. And I think this was a, this was a contract that maybe Freddie could have gotten a little more somewhere else. Might not have gotten five years. And as players find out in all professional sports when you leave your current franchise the grass or in this case the ice is not always greener or in this case clearer so I think the the Freddie signing was a good one good for the club good for Freddie and uh, he responded well by the way uh, in the season regular season finale with two goals just hours after he signed that contract so what a fun story good guy and well chronicled he's Dean Evison's favorite guy for many reasons so looking for that second line to produce the Wild, in order to succeed, I'm stating the obvious here, folks. They need Kaprizov to play well. They need Hartman and Zuccarello to, to complement Kaprizov on that line. And then when that second line skates on the ice, they need Johansson, Goudreau, and Boldy to do their thing. And I look for really, really big things from Boldy and Johansson in this series. Should be fun. I appreciate you joining me. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, any of those podcasting platforms. Download, love, like, listen, follow, share. Follow me on Instagram, Wild Minute Troy. We'll be posting several times a day in many, in many instances. There's so much to talk about, so much to follow. Excitement around this club is at an all-time high, and it hopefully will just crescendo through April and God willing through May, because it's 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 been eight years since this team has won a playoff series, and and I know Minnesota fans would love to see the state of hockey be given a, a second round of the playoffs in May. If you have a question, just send me an email, wildminutetroy at gmail.com. I'll answer those two on podcasts. As I mentioned at the top, we are heavy on content this weekend because we want to make sure that when the Wild drop the puck Monday night, you are fully briefed and ready for what's coming at you. We'll talk to you.